What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod Thrones, Hoopla, and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your host, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Weasel. Pop. (laughs) (laughs) A good day, Charlie Bell. Hi. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. All right, man. It's been a minute, been a minute. I ain't seen my peeps in a minute. It's been a long time. Shouldn't left you without a dope pod to step to. Right? Step, step, step to. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, we have a full show for you guys today. You know, we will be uh, checking in with each member of the crew, find out what their holiday entailed and what's been going on the last two weeks since we uh, kicked it with you people live and direct. Um, let's see, what else? What are we going to be talking about today? Today, we will be talking about holiday cartoons. Another celeb comes out of the closet. Um, there are no black elves or reindeers. What's up with that? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we will be talking about the uh, the Santa's elves, who uh, what their names are and what their job duties are, their job descriptions, because we don't, we don't really know that. That's that's not. I don't think that's common knowledge. So we're going to talk about that. Um, important shit. Yeah, important shit. You know, we have to break away from the all the seriousness and all the pe- police brutality and whatnot, and, and get down to some of this Christmas shit. Uh, <laughs> the ra- a random white lady cancels Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, Chris. We're going to talk about the Chris Rock interview, and we're going to talk about. We mentioned it on a previous episode about some of your favorite stars who really got busy on screen, on screen. On wax and uh, some of it, videos, different things, movies. On wax, got yeah. that ass wax. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, mu- and music videos and all that. And then some of it is just rumors, but some of it is confirmed too. And uh, I don't think we'll get a chance, but if we have time, we'll get into some Pop Goes the Weasel and, and some mail. <laughs> But if not, we'll we'll pick up with that next time. <laughs> I'll be sure not to learn anything. <laughs> oh, we count on that. <laughs> we, we count on that. I don't know nothing. In fact, we need to re up on the liquor. <laughs> I ain't this ain't, got no. this ain't even enough for a half a 
No, it's not. Not question. Not even yo. It's not. Nobody knows. All right, Disa, what's been up with you uh, in the last couple weeks? How was your uh, Thanksgiving? Uh, Thanksgiving was cool, man. You know, went over to some friends' house and, uh, you know, watched uh, a, a load of football and and uh listen to uh listen to some things that i i should not have uh you know the women were gossiping in one room and uh the men were watching football in the other room and you know it was uh it was uh, oh, <laughs> <hell> no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you know usually usually uh usually it's the other way around the men are in the room gossiping and the women are watching football but this time we oh, thought hell well i think that goes without saying but, uh, <laughs> and i didn't choose to come out today but uh, <laughs> no we were talking about a different celebrity came out of the closet today <laughs> oh don't <laughs> back in the closet <laughs> well, I, i'm glad you picked this week to listen mom <laughs> <laughs> surprise, uh, surprise. <laughs> Cock a doodle doo. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's a festivist miracle. <laughs> uh, he came out of the manger. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> Night ain't silent any longer. <laughs> so wrong. No. You are so wrong. <laughs> My mom asked me, so uh, how can I listen to the show? <laughs> I said, you can't. <laughs> you should uh, ask Dino's dad. <laughs> you are forbidden <laughs> from tuning into the shiznit. Uh, <laughs> But uh, uh yeah and then uh, this uh this yeah yesterday um uh, I watched my uh high school football team I lived vicariously through the uh younger brothers and sisters do well the younger brothers <laughs> do what uh what we couldn't do 30 years ago and that's win a city championship All right uh, big ups to Hammy Yeah went went and watched the game at the Coliseum with uh with uh, some some of my peeps and uh, it was it was funny because uh, one of the one of the women behind me, like her husband, would say something bad about the kids, and he said, "Not not not don't not those are just children." <laughs> <laughs> and then the next in the next sentence, you know, somebody's chasing down the court. She's like, "Kill him!" <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm like, uh, "That's somebody's child, baby." <laughs> she said, "Ain't my child." <laughs> I love soccer moms. Yeah. <laughs> really? Though. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was. Uh, but it was, it was cool. I mean, we won 50, and I say we, we, we right. won 52 to 30. It's allowed. When you're a fan, you get yeah. to say we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a fan or you're French? <laughs> <laughs> what about a French fan? We, we. Yeah, so, yeah, it was, it was, it was cool, you know, uh, kicking it and, you know, had a, had a good time. And, you know, uh, you know, you, when you, when you're in the Coliseum looking for your, your uh, your your classmates, you got to go by different shades of gray, right? Because like the real old dudes, their hair and their beards are gray. Mm. Oh wow! <laughs> but like the guys my age, I just they have a they have gray in the in the beard, mm-hmm. right? But the hair is still holding is, on. The hair is still holding on to the black. That's like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like you. And, and me, you know. Yeah. So uh, that yeah, I, I was just looking for the gray the gray uh, the gray bottoms and the and the black tops. <laughs> 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 and that's how I found my guys. 
That, that's the line of Louboutin shoes that didn't work out. Gray bottoms. Gray bottoms. You know? <laughs> like an old Motown group. That, that didn't work. Yeah. A, a, gay, a gay Motown group. <laughs> okay. The gray bottoms and black tops. <laughs> that was the uh, Little Richard's original group. Womp, bomb, 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 bomb. So, Charlie Bell, what's, what's been up with you? I know you went out of town, as you uh, generally do, for the holidays. Yes. So, we had... It was great. We had our lovely um, family uh, gathering, our annual tradition to gather in Vegas, and all the generations got together. It was my 91-year-old grandmother, and then, like, literally a, a newborn was born two days before Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah. So, we had... And nobody else came? Shut up. <laughs> the newborn made the gravy and Granny made the turkey. <laughs> no, but um, we had uh, Similac gravy <laughs> and uh, geriatric turkey. <laughs> you geriatric turkey. <laughs> That's cool. No, it was awesome. It was a huge house full of people. It was great. And But man, since I came back, Ooh, the struggle has been too, too real. I can't wait to get to my, uh, my. Ho- I'm going to Hawaii for Christmas. What? Yeah, man. I can't wait for my Hawaiian vacation. Oh. Honestly, I think that all black people should get a trip to Hawaii for free right about now. <laughs> okay. I think that dealing with all... Like, like niggas didn't get their 40 acres or a mule, so at least we can get is a paid trip to Hawaii. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I think we need the post-injustice grief and stress holiday. Right. Pigs. Right. The pig solid. <laughs> Put an apple in my mouth and take that. <laughs> me, ship me to Honolulu. You know, so, I'm with that. So, yeah, so we're, <sighs> anyway. <laughs> and you hate uh, Christmas, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, Christmas music. Oh, that's Christmas right, that's, music. That's right, that's right. She just used to hate Christmas. <laughs> now she only hates the music. Right, exactly. Well, you know, if you gotta, if you gotta give up something. I like the Messiah. That's good. <laughs> okay. Oh, the 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 uh, the, the, the actual no, Messiah the, the or the song? The, the, no, the opera. The oh, the, okay. the the cor the chorale. Yeah. Ah, it's, it's called a corral. I think Corra- it is corral. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I, yeah, one year. Uh, one year, my church did the entire, the entire mm-hmm. uh, thing, and it was weird because I just you know was familiar with the Hallelujah course, yeah, right? So I'm like, when are they gonna get to the good part? <laughs> I was pretty young. Right. <laughs> so my Thanksgiving, well. It was, um, for the most part, for the important part, or like as far as like you know the fellowship and all that, it was great. We basically had two Thanksgivings. Um, we went to my in-laws, which traditionally we go to my in-laws, and then we go to my family's house for Christmas. But this year, because I don't know how many, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know how many more uh, Thanksgivings we'll have. Well, generally, we don't have Thanksgiving at all. My sister hosts Christmas, and nobody does Thanksgiving. So, um, but but since my niece has been home and uh, taking care of my mom or whatever, you know, living with her mom, live, my niece at home at okay, okay, my niece lives with her mother, which is my sister, who takes care of our mother. 
Right. My niece takes care of so her grandmother, which is my your mother. Your mom is your niece's <laughs> grandmother. Right. Yes. <laughs> so um, anyway, since she's been at home, you know, being a caregiver, she's had Thanksgiving the last couple of years. But she and her husband and family may be moving to Atlanta soon with her uh, down there with her sister. Mm-hmm. And my nephew is already moving to, I forget, some city out near Palm Springs, like at the beginning of the year. Oh, so, you know, and then my parents are old. So it's just no telling, right. you know, how many more, you know, the right. family's going to be around you and all intact. So take it while you can. I kind of felt like, yeah, I kind of need. So I was like, honey, mm-hmm. after we get finished, you know, we don't have to leave early. But just when we're done, I want to swing by and say what's up. And I want to get I really want to get a plate, too, mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know, I. Because we always prefer our family's cooking. Right, Let's exactly. Let's keep it what yeah. it is. Let's keep it 100. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, especially, right. And then, too, my in-laws, there's a, a changing of the guard that's taking place. Because oh. my, my, my grandmother-in-law, my wife's grandmother, she was the cook of the family. But she's getting up there. She's older than both my parents. She's, like, I believe in her 80s already. Mm-hmm. So it's it's you know too much for her now when my wife and i first you know got together 10 years ago uh she was um, still in there swinging mama was still yeah mama mama was still putting it down <clears throat> but uh now she's you know she's not able to do so she contributes here and there a little bit and seems like the um so my my wife's cousin is taking up the mantle and the funny thing is before she took up the mantle I would have said that she's my favorite cook in the family, like because, like I said, I don't, I'm not a big. I, I hope my if my in laws listen to this, I love you guys, y'all the best in laws in the world. Thank God for you. I'm just not a big fan of you guys cooking. Sorry, but that's, that's just that's, that's the truth. I'm, I'm, I, I feel, feel a war I feel, coming I feel, on. I feel that wave of discomfort in the room. I'm gonna sit down and write you a long letter. So, <laughs> so anyway, instigators. <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, us. I feel, like, I feel like this is gonna be the topic of the next show. Um, what happened? Um, so anyway, um, where was I? Oh, okay, not not a big fan of, of the food, but um. So yeah, so even when Mama was doing the cooking, wasn't a big fan. You know, Mama Mama's dressing is kind of on the mushy side, and and she, um, I believe she takes a shortcut. And when you make dressing, cornbread dressing, you have to make the dressing from you have to make the cornbread, cornbread. that goes in the dressing Absolutely. from scratch, Absolutely. so that you can omit the sugar. Right. When exactly. you use Jiffy or Marie Callender or any any kind that comes in a store, it's too sweet. there's some sugar involved. Even though it like Jiffy, if you just taste it, Jiffy cornbread, you wouldn't really think that it has no you wouldn't think it has sugar in it unless you've tasted cornbread without sugar. Right. Then you would know it has sugar. But right. otherwise you wouldn't think because it's not so much that it's sweet, it's just enough that it gives it some sweetness and mm-hmm. takes the bitterness out of it. But when you put that with corn and uh and um dressing you can taste the sweetness because that sugar and the sage do not mix. It does not go together, and those flavors kind of clash. And sometimes people don't know or don't know any better, and you can kind of taste that or whatever. And then she kind of puts sugar in the greens to cut the bitterness. And mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just, yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> so Nikki, when we've gone over her house for, like, little things for her kids and stuff, her... Mexican food and stuff has been really good. She's like, and whenever whatever dishes bring brings to 
the family gatherings, whatever, is usually one of my favorites. So I thought, okay, cool. Nikki's going to take up, you know, because before it was Mama and like Aunt Shirley, you know, they mm-hmm. mostly did most of the cooking. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I think what's going on with Nikki is probably, it might be a combination of a few things. I think maybe Mexican food might be her specialty and she doesn't have a lot of experience with holidays slash mm-hmm. soul food. Mm-hmm. And or she's not used to cooking for like large groups of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But and to her credit, the her flavor, her seasonings mm-hmm. are really good. Mm-hmm. She's just got like some consistency issues, which is kind of weird when you think about it, that you could recognize that this tastes good flavor wise, but I'm not enjoying this because the consistency is all, wha- mm-hmm. all off, you know, which is weird. It's a, a big part. I guess for some people it's more important than others. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those people that I'm particular about consistency and texture. Mm-hmm. So I need my rice to be, you know, firm and separate and but not hard, right. you know, and not mushy right. like mashed well, potatoes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like the same thing with the dressing needs to, you know, yeah. and the turkey was kind of like Cajun. Yeah. You know, kind of like blackened. It was mm. like black and dirty. <laughs> oh, but not on purpose. No, not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but bless her heart. I don't know. I, I think it's a lot. That's a lot to do, yeah, you is. know, for one person. I've done it before, and it's really hard. So I told my wife that next year I'm a volunteer to make a few dishes to yeah. help take the pressure off of her. Yeah. And then my wife said she's going to volunteer with desserts because my wife can do dessert. Yeah, she's And that good. should help, you know. Yeah. He's the burden. He's the burden, right? Yeah. Well, you're a good cook, so, so. you definitely should kick in on that. Yeah, yeah. So and that's that's I'm, I feel guilty. I've been skating by for years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, cooking for holidays and large groups is very difficult. It is, and um, you know, it takes a lot of practice. You know, definitely <clears throat> it does. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you have one of those uh, turkey uh, ovens? Like the like the like the electric ones that sit yeah. on the counter. Yeah. I don't. I used to have one, and mm-hmm. when I was. Uh, married to Hattie, she had oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you ever need to borrow it, man, I I got one at home. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never well, heard of that. I want yeah. one. Of, I want one of those. Uh, they have the indoor fryers now. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, man. I was I was watching the infomercial just salivating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. Plus, you can use it for other stuff too. And, yeah. You know, and then you know they I found, and, they were saying that the um, <clears throat> you think the fried turkey is like more fattening than the regular turkey, mm-hmm. and they said nah, it's 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 the the difference is not even significant. That's yeah, how I close. That. That's how close it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something about when you deep fry something about how it doesn't absorb or something. Right. Or something weird. But also, in order to have turkey be juicy, you got to put a lot of butter on it, regardless. So. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing about the, the, these uh, uh, these roasters mm-hmm. is that if you ha- as long as the turkey's not too big, like I think mine carries like a like between thirteen to sixteen mm-hmm. pounds. <clears throat> but you you put it in there, man. I I made a. I I made a turkey <laughs> and it was so tender. Mm. Uh just, you know, uh and I was surprised. I mm-hmm. uh I cuz I was I was making it for my mother and I and and, and uh and it's like I tried to pick it up and it just broke in half. Mm. That's, how, right. that's how tender it was. Mm. I give you a little tip to now that you got the tender down. Mm-hmm. Now here's a little tip to get it like super flavorful. Mm-hmm. Brine it. Oh, you know what? That's uh, the the guy whose house we went over. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. Yeah, he uh, he he sets it in brine the night before mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. probably and, like two days before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, his, yeah, his and his turkey. Yeah, his turkey is nice. Yeah, yeah. That's my my niece. She brined her turkey, and I could taste just like kind of the the hint of citrus. You know, mm-hmm. the lemon and oranges and whatnot mm-hmm. that she used. It was very good. With like not not even no no gravy. It was just good. 
But yeah. So, uh, but unfortunately, I think that one one decision I came to over the holiday is that I'm, I think I'm gonna have to sue Bill Cosby. Oh yeah. I am. What you gonna sue him for? Trauma. Trauma. He's my my baby. It's traumatized. Every time Cosby oh. came up over the holiday, Danya's like, okay, Danya, <laughs> she calls. She knows who Bill Cosby is, and she knows the Cosby Show because she's right. been able to read forever. Right. But for I don't know, I guess it's the little nickname or something, or uh-huh. even before she could read or whatever. Uh-huh. She calls him Hello Cosby. Oh. She calls him Hello Cosby, and she calls the show Hello Cosby. Uh-huh. Anything Cosby related is Hello right, Cosby right. Uh-huh. for right. some reason. And so, <laughs> like bro- Hello Kitty. <laughs> somebody, right, right. So right, somebody right. mentioned you know whatever with Bill Cosby, and then Danya. Hello, Cosby's hurting people. Hello, Cosby oh, is hurting oh, people. God. <laughs> oh, crap. How does she know? The news. She uh, watches it. She's like. She's a sponge. Yeah. Yeah. She's like. She tells me the, the other day, we were all sitting around watching the. Daddy, can we watch the news? It's very interesting. Ooh. <laughs> I'm like. Oh. <laughs> six years old. Can, can wow. we watch the news? It's very interesting. I'm like, yeah, it's a little too well, interesting for you. Well, didn't, yeah. <laughs> didn't she, wasn't she like predicting that Denver was going to die or something? Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, when they had a flood. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All Denver's going to die. Poor Denver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So yeah, every time somebody mentions Cosby, she goes, "Hello, Cosby's hurting people." Yeah. Hello, Cosby's hurting people. Aww. <laughs> out of the mouths of babes. <laughs> well, yeah, that that's the that's the problem. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's been the problem, you see. Ooh. But uh, <laughs> um, oh, shit. yeah, that that uh, yeah, I was I was actually going through some of that because. Uh, you know, I, Cosby was such a um, uh, a forerunner. He was like the first right. first uh, black man to be cast as, as a regular on a on a on a serious television show, right. and uh, and you know he's responsible for so many black people getting into the business. And now he's responsible for everybody on the Cosby Show getting their checks cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Well, that, that's yeah. That's one that's of the, that's, cold. that's a lot of the fallout, you know. I know yeah. Vanessa and Theo need their checks. <laughs> I know they need their checks. <laughs> <laughs> cold. <laughs> Poor Vanessa and Theo. <laughs> they were both wearing uh, some short-lived stuff recently. Really? Yeah, yeah. Vanessa was uh, she played, I believe, Anthony Anderson's wife, wife on yeah. the show that he was on. Because that nigga stay working. <laughs> he does. He stay working. Yeah. They love him for some reason. Even though all his shit get canceled, right? They stay putting him in shit. Well, that's that's the thing, man. You, it, once you get in, yeah, they will. You will be. You will be working it, it forever. You know, they yeah. they will in find perpetuity. Some, yeah, yeah. It's like the Illuminati. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because uh, once you're in, you're in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just remember like years ago, you know, when when you know, they were talking about, you know, they we have this thing called pilot season, right? That's uh, during the uh, the end of the uh, the beginning of the year for like two or three months. Uh, they 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 make pilots, and I just remember like uh, the the year before Friends came out. Um, they were, they were saying that, you know, we won't see anybody who hasn't done a pilot before. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, yeah. And it, it's, you know, it, and it's like that. It's you like, know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And that's what I was saying. I was like, nigga, please, please see me. <laughs> the problem was yeah. there probably wasn't no niggas. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 that was the problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, and it, it's 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 true for it. It's true no matter who's doing the casting. It's like if they're unfamiliar with you, um, they won't see you. And a yeah. lot of times, unless they're looking for someone that they don't know anyone who fits that description. So a right. lot of times that's how kids right. get into the business. And But on a quick, serious note, I know we're trying to have a lighthearted show, but on a quick, that's kind of how privilege perpetuates itself, right? It's mm-hmm. like you can't get in the door unless you've already been in the door, right? Mm-hmm. And it's, I was reading a thing recently about how internships are kind of perpetuating that because like a lot of um, – you know, financial firms and law firms and different consulting companies, they're, they're, they're really relying on interns. And it's mm-hmm. like, you can't get an entry-level job because you don't have the experience. So you have to work mm-hmm. here for free for six months to get mm-hmm. the experience. But who can afford to work for free for six months except mm-hmm. for somebody with rich parents or, you know. Right. Some, yeah. You know? Yeah, I remember, yeah. I remember when uh, – I remember there was a film I worked on where uh, the um, – one of the interns uh, at, the end of the, at the end of the run – they took a collection up for her wow. because, you know, she she was good yeah, and she wasn't getting paid. The extras were getting more money than her. Yeah. Right, right. You know, and it, it's – No, miss, most interns, it, it costs you money. And I yeah, don't just mean exactly. time. I mean it actually costs right. you money. You got to get there. You got to right. lodging, cl- professional. They, they won't right. pay for your parking exactly. a lot of times. Professional I, I, clothing. And then some – I had a major where it was mandatory to do an internship. You know, for like a semester or two, I think two semesters we had to do, you know, and we talking about somebody like, you know, I lived on my own. I wasn't at home, so I had to have a job. Then I had to go to school and then I had to go work someplace else for free. Right. And then and, I, and then I didn't even have a decent internship because like it's so fucking competitive, right. you know, and you competing against, you know, like we said, privilege, you know, right. trust fund babies yep. and stuff, people who can afford to put in. They don't have to work. Right. They only have to go to school. So this is their only job. Yep. So they can do double what you can because you got to feed yourself and pay rent. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's kind of hard to compete with somebody like that. Right. And so even if you did get the job, they would work circles around you because they can stay late and right. come early and exactly. do all the extra stuff. Right. And it's just it was ridiculous. Right. So that's the thing about privilege. A lot of it isn't saying that. The the system of privilege and racism, class and whatever, you don't even have to be a racist person. Like racism, we, you don't, racism is working in a way that you really don't even need racists. You know what I mean? Like you don't need people who are intentionally trying to hold you back. Although those people exist as well, but it's just this. You know, like that's the perfect example. This is how privilege perpetuates itself. That's why at some point you have to intervene and say, okay, we're going to do something differently so that people can have a shot. You know. All right. And right now I'm about to intervene with the news. News and noteworthy. I had a hell of a segue, Dino Red. That was great. <laughs> I love the way you segue, Dino Red. Because I'm a fucking professional. <laughs> a professional what is the question? Ah, He's a would you like to know? <laughs> a segwayist. He's a segwist. <laughs> Man, one of the things that uh what that I was wa- while I was watching holiday cartoons with my daughter we always watched the 
the Snoopies, the the peanut mm-hmm. gangs, and the different you know all the little yeah. different holiday cartoons. See, I like those. There's a, okay, so you're not a full Grinch. I told you, I'm not a Grinch. But, but that is her favorite one, yeah. the, the Grinch who stole Christmas. Your remain yeah. one, Mister Grinch. Grinch. <laughs> I just like saying it. <laughs> you you're good at it. <laughs> but. Uh, the 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 peanuts gang man they're a trip man you start, <laughs> you start breaking that shit down because yes. after you've seen it so many times and then being looking at first of all you're looking at it as an adult right. and then you've seen it a thousand times or at least i have by this point because watching it the first time around well not the first time around but as a kid myself right. and now watching it with my daughter every year right. that's like i can't do nothing but help help to break it down first of all i think that the lbgtq XYZ, Elemental P. <laughs> First of all, y'all motherfuckers got too many letters, and I should just start calling y'all the alphabet group. <laughs> but I think y'all can use, I think they definitely need a better representative than Peppermint Patty. Because she's a mean bitch. She's a mean, rude bitch. And Peppermint they can do Patty? better. Yes, Peppermint Patty is, is a mean, rude well, lesbian. Well, now, uh, uh, <laughs> now break it down, uh, Mr. Segwist. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Well, it's obvious that she's a lesbian. Right. Because, you know, she's got the whole the whole butch thing going mm-hmm. on. The whole, she's got, you know, she's not just a lesbian, but mm-hmm. she's a butch dyke. Let's face it. Let's mm-hmm. just break it till it is what it is. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, I didn't write the the peanuts. Well, I'm just watching it. <laughs> and, and, you know, uh, comedy, uh-huh. comedy, co- comedians have been uh, pointing this out for several years now. Oh, yeah. D- yeah. Peppermint Patty's a dyke. Yeah. And- so <laughs> she's a bull dyke. And she's got, she's, but then again, she's kind of bi. Because she leads on Charlie Brown, she's hit, right. she 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 sexually harasses Charlie Brown a little bit. Yeah, she yeah. does, I and then with, she leads she leads Marcy on. Okay, <laughs> she's a fucking cunt tease <laughs> and a dick tease. I'm saying she's a bitch. She is. They can do better. Pip Lily, can, hey, can I can Langdon, Jared Hill, all my gay peeps out there, y'all know Peppermint Patty. Y'all can do better. Y'all can do better. I'm sorry. The bitch got to go. Um, let's see what else. Then, okay, she, the bitch calls up on Thanksgiving. Hey, Chuck. <laughs> Guess what? You know, I'm free, so I'm, I'm coming over to your house, and I'm bringing, I'm bringing Franklin, and I'm bringing, well, you know, she's like five motherfuckers. She decided that she's going to go over to Charlie Brown's house. Charlie Brown is like, I'm not even going to be here. I'm going over to my granny's house. <laughs> and she's like, whatever, Chuck. I'll see you in a bit. <laughs> So she drags Marcy along, of course, because she drags Marcy along everywhere, nose wide open. Marcy's got, entourage. Yeah, she's dragging Marcy around by her, by her nostrils. You know, and then she's got uh, Tolkien. I'm sorry, I mean Franklin. Oh, <laughs> Tolkien South Park. Right, right. Exactly. They look the same. And, <laughs> and they have as many lines. Right, exactly. None. Right, right. Exactly. Actually, Tolkien's had a few, uh, okay. a few good he's shows. Better than, he's better than uh, Franklin. Well, your, your Tolkien's made during the t- 2000s. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. exactly. So, um, yeah, Tolkien, Tolkien, Tolkien? Is, Tolkien, <laughs> Tolkien is Tolkien in, in name only, but Franklin is actual, the actual real Tolkien. <laughs> It, without Franklin, there would be no token. <laughs> That's true. So she comes over to the house, right? And um, so poor Charles, poor Chuck, poor Charlie Brown, he's like, oh, woe is me. What do I do? I have plans to go to my granny's and Peppermint Patty invited herself and like a whole gang of motherfuckers over here crew. to eat. Mm-hmm. And Linus is like, well, what time are you going to your granny's? Because, you know, Linus is reasonable, that blanket and all, mm-hmm. you know. So he's like, I don't have to be over there till like four. And he's like, bet. You just have 
early dinner over here, then go over to your granny's house for a late dinner. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, good idea. And so then they enlist Snoopy and Woodstock. Well, actually, they enlist Snoopy to help, but Snoopy ends up doing every damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> and Snoopy enlists Woodstock's help. Right. So Snoopy and Woodstock actually end up doing all the work, right? <laughs> they have to get the shit out the garage. Mm-hmm. They have to set up all the tables and chairs. Right. And then they have to cook the food, wow. right? Uh-huh. So Snoopy... You know, he's a dog. Right. So a very talented dog. Exactly. And yet, one of his talents is not delegating. <laughs> well, he delegated a little bit to Woodstock. But he, he is a control freak. He's he a notorious is. control freak. And everyone knows it. And, and you know, now I admit, it's not the best Thanksgiving dinner. Popcorn and toast and jelly beans. But for a beagle... That's you know, for a dog, yeah. and, and not even like the smartest dog. High functioning. Dog. Right. Very high functioning. Uh, yeah. Well, shit, he's got yeah. Lassie beat. Lassie ain't never cooked Timmy that's, no dinner. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. That's what I'm saying. So, I, and, and Charlie Brown I pretty learned, much felt the same way about it. I learned how to cook <laughs> toast based on that cartoon. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they're all eating, right? Or, well, actually, Snoopy's dishing out the food, right? Right. And, and, cause he's a mater D. And Charles, Char- Charlie Brown is happy. He's like, cool, toast and popcorn. <laughs> and he's grubbing up. Jelly Bean, Jelly Bean, it's on a cracking. Yeah. Oh, but Peppermint Patty, this Where's bitch. Where's the turkey? Yeah. What the hell is this? What in the fuck? What kind of Thanksgiving <laughs> meal is this, Chuck? <laughs> Where's what the turkey? This, Chuck? Where's the gravy? Yeah. <laughs> popcorn and toast. You know, jelly beans, what is this? You know, like <laughs> ungrateful. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then, but then Linus, Linus put the smack down. Linus was like, Look, bitch, did he invite you over here or did you invite your damn self and bring a whole bunch of motherfuckers with you to boot? You know, I don't remember it sounding that way. That's the way it sounded. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, I haven't seen it in years, so and I, it was and, and then you know what? That's Pepper, closed captioning. <laughs> Patty, she she did come correct. She was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I yeah, I kind of invite myself. Marcy, go go apologize. <laughs> now she can delegate. <laughs> right, right. So she grabbed Marcy by her nostrils and, and and slung her in there to go apologize to Charlie Brown for her and try to make everything up. But yeah, so yeah, that that that's that's not cool. They they, they need the LBGTQ XYZ community. Y'all need a better representative on the Penix. Uh, peanut gang than peppermint patty well you know it's not the only time linus has pulled charlie brown's ass out of the fire no yeah. no linus stayed doing that yeah, yeah. well it's, well you know it's, christmas man uh, he's the straight man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep yep <laughs> well, well uh, sally has a crush on him and he's not interested so i'm not sure if he's the straight man <laughs> <laughs> oh. no i think he's, i, I don't you know. think either, well, he's, you know, yeah. Yeah, he could be Remember Sally's younger. He, yeah, I, think she he, yeah. I think he wants a more mature woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and Charlie Brown's got the—he's got that redhead fetish. And and, and, <laughs> and and Linus, you have to forget too. He's a little bit—he's little—he's a little shy because his sister is abusive. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. Sally is—you know, she's an abuser. You, you know, I, I think the one thing you so. over—I think the one thing you overlooked in uh, uh, as far as uh, labeling uh, Peppermint Patty a bitch. Uh, Peppermint Patty apparently comes from a broken home, mm. and uh, you know I, I think they're all orphans. If they just they just get uh, her, Franklin, and and Marcy, they just get up and leave, mm. and and they're looking to Charlie Brown Dang. to provide Thanksgiving sustenance, sustenance to them. That's true. Uh, no, no. Peppermint Patty mentioned her, her dad said it was okay. 
Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh well, he yeah. well obviously she thought she said, but we don't really know. Because it was like, oh, have you ever seen that that robot chicken where uh, uh, it was called? Uh, Your parents are deaf, Charlie Brown. That's a Charlie Brown parent who stutters. Oh, that's cold. Yeah, man. Or is so, drunk. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, you know what? You're, I think you're right. I think I think I think Charlie Brown's parent is, is or the teacher. It's probably yeah. probably the teacher. The teacher's probably drunk. Right. And so that that you know, there's I don't know, but then that there's br- layers to this shit. There is. Speaking of which, that brings me to Santa and Mrs. Claus about to get in that ass. Mm. Oh well. Okay. okay. First of all, um, there are no black elves mm. or black reindeers. Racist. Yeah. What the fuck is that about? They some haters. Yeah. Well, the, the reindeer are brown. So that's, yeah, but their names are like Dasher and Dancer and Prince. They're all gay. <laughs> so that's that's fine. You well, know, yeah. they, they have now. See, the gay community has some good representation at the North Pole Donner, and the and the, and the reindeers. Comet, Cupid, Donner, and Blitz. But yeah, when I was at my sister's house, she had a statue of reindeer, and she claimed that it was. Rudolph and I was like, hell no, that is not Rudolph because it was straight silver, covered in glitter, mm-hmm. had like this little fur thing around. Uh-huh. I'm like, that's Prancer. <laughs> that's Prancer. <laughs> and he just, you know, he just out of the closet this this, you know, oh. just straight out the closet this this year. Oh. And I was like, yeah. Now what the nose look that's like? That's Liberace. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, yo, Prancer, what's what's the deal, man? He was like. <laughs> <laughs> like bitch, you didn't know. <laughs> I was like, "Well, gone, bro." I, 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 thought you, I thought you were gonna play. Um, what's her name? Uh, Born um, this way. Oh, uh, <laughs> Lady Gaga. <laughs> I, I, I won't even do my reference. Uh, so, so yeah. So, um, but anyway, so that's cool. It's cool that they got prancer and dancer, and you know, but even representing though, the, the the homosexual community or whatever with the reindeer. But okay, how come there's no Tyrone? Right, right. Because, you know what I'm saying? Because the because the reindeer themselves, even though they're they're gay, maybe well, how come they're the, still the, discriminatory because they they're, they're let, all boys. Yeah, and they wouldn't let Rudolph play any reindeer games. No, they're well, haters. And, and, well, in, fair, in fairness to those reindeer, they were a lot older than Rudolph, so they they weren't involved in the reindeer discrimination. They they had you know uh, they, they, they 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 their kids wouldn't let. Let, wouldn't let poor Rudolph play in any reindeer games. Reindeer game. games are I need, for everyone. For rain, I need All a, reindeer yeah, matter. But they, but, they were, but they were in the adult division. I need me a reindeer named Alizé. <laughs> okay, fuck it. Alizé Jenkins. Shaquanda. Yeah, Shaquanda, no, 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 Tyrone. That's right. a stripper reindeer, man, man, Alizé. Man-man. Can I get a man-man? Man-man. Nene. Exactly. Come on. What's what's up with the... And, right. Oh, and the elves? What the fuck? Right. Okay, I'm going. I'm going to give you the names of Santa's elves, and there's not a again, not a Tyrone, not a Lakeith, nary a one, not a Latone, nary a one, right? You know, not 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 in a bunch, not not nary one. Mm-hmm. That first, the first, the we first, need affirmative action at the first Mark elf Bowl. we got is Alabaster Snowball. You know he white. Oh, yes. Alabaster, Alabaster. That that sounds like a country nigga right there. Wait, wait, not not only do I have uh, their names, I also have their job duties. Okay, uh-huh. now Alabaster is in charge of the list that informs Santa whether 
uh, children have been uh, behaving naughty or nice. Oh, oh, okay. So in other words, he's in charge of communications and right. spying on motherfuckers. Right. Because right. apparently, you know, Santa and uh, Mrs. Claus are, are okay with Big Brother. Well, who, yeah. who does he work They're, for? They work for the NSA. They work, the NSA. Yeah, that's NSA. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Homeland Security, yeah. all that shit. Alabaster Snowball. Well, they yeah. would put the whitest one in charge of that. Yeah. And then there's uh um who's next? Oh, Bushy. Bushy Evergreen. Bushy Evergreen actually invented the toy making machine that Santa uses. And Bushy's in charge of all the toys. Okay? Yeah. Cushy ass jobs. You know what the fuck? Go Plus make- he's got Bush in the names. So you, you know, know he's probably related to the they, I'm telling you, they're not, all Republicans. Not, not if he's Santa, not Santa, if, and the and the and the whole North Pole. Not, not, if, not if he's doing uh, physical labor. <laughs> no, he he just invented the he's machine. He invented it. Yeah. He oversees it. He's yeah. management. He's yeah. He's the proletariat. He's a corporate overlord. <laughs> he's the corporate overlord of the elves. <laughs> he's the bourgeoisie. <laughs> Owner of and makers of production. I mean, yeah. you know, the, uh, <laughs> the proletariat. I'm serious. Uh, see, I, see, I thought it was Santa all this time. Yeah. No. Nope. Now, uh, next we got peppermint sticks. Peppermint sticks. Peppermint sticks. Okay. <laughs> Ensures that Santa's workshop stays hidden. Okay, so mm-hmm. that nobody can find it. Right. That's that's his job. So he's in, he's like the CIA. He, he's like in charge of espionage. He's like the CIA ca- camouflage and shit so like he, that. He invented a cloaking device. So yeah, everything is kind of like paramilitary and yeah. really Republican, yeah. real right wing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's very you know, very reactionary. Yeah, the, that's what explains the black boots. You know, right? Santa's got that thing with the black that's boots. True. Very neo Nazi like. Very. You know what I mean? Very, very. Don't that remind you of like just Heil Hitler? And he just come in your house. Yeah. Just come in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And leave mm-hmm. things and knows everything. <laughs> so okay, now we got shiny up, sh- shiny shinny 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 up a tree. <laughs> shinny up a tree co-found co-founded the secret village where the workshop is hidden. So well, damn. So the workshop is hidden, and the village where the workshop is is hidden. Right. So he's kind of like Columbus. He just went and took the land and said, "We're going to have a secret workshop land." I, here. I think a forest in the North Pole is quite an accomplishment. So we have a token female, finally. Okay, token female um, representing the feminist movement, Sugar Plum Mary. Ooh, well, well you, know what, you know what Sugar Plum does. She's the assistant <laughs> to Mrs. Claus, yeah. but she has to give Santa blowjobs whenever, you know. Well, you know. That does well, sound very feminist. Well, it's not, but, you know. Well, she, she before, before she was this, she was, you know, she was a prostitute. <gasps> well, her so name this, is, why is she going to be a prostitute? Well, her name is Sugar her Plum. Claim, yeah, her name is Sugar Plum. Sugar Plum Mary. So, I mean, <laughs> what else are you going to do with a name like Sugar Plum? Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? See, that's another thing. Obviously, Santa and Mrs. Claus are not pro-choice because they named uh, Sugar Plum Sugar Plum, and they named Prancer and Dancer Prancer and Dancer. It's like, what choices did these people have in life? Sugar yeah. Plum had to be a hoe. <laughs> Prancer and Dancer had to be gay. Well, no, no, no. Sugar Plum could have been a stripper. Okay. I, was, I was thinking she, that. She had small... She had... Okay. She was definitely relegated to the sex industry with that name. Okay? Let, let's be real. Sugar Plum, Mary, she was definitely going to be a sex worker. Yeah, Sugar Plum. I mean, you know, webcam chick, you know, at webcam the, elf or something. Maybe Still she could have run a bar. You know. I think you could run a yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, you can. With you a name like Sugar, Sugar Plum, Plum Mary. Yeah. But that's after you retire. <laughs> a titty bar. Whatever. Still entrepreneur. Still sex industry, but I'm saying, obviously, (laughs) Santa and Mrs. Claus are not (laughs) (laughs) pro-choice. I don't care. That's not the way you use (laughs) pro-choice. I understand what you're saying. I I hear you. (laughs) 
Oh man, that that's just this is horrible. The stuff that's going on. Oh, I'm sorry. We have one more. Mm-hmm. One more. You know what, Charlie? Bill? I need some help with this one. Mm-hmm. One horse. One horse. One horse. One horse. Open sleigh. O- open sleigh. Open sleigh. One horse. Open sleigh. Oh, he's definitely German. Right. Remember, remember, I said mm-hmm. about the neo-Nazi overtones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Open sleigh. Yep. Open sleigh. Open sleigh. Open, open sleigh. Open sleigh. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> He yeah. designed Santa's sleigh, like the BMW, German engineering. Exactly, and looks mm-hmm. after the reindeer. Mm-hmm. Well, well mm-hmm. you know, you do want German engineering if you're going to be flying <laughs> a sleigh across the world in, in less than 24 hours. I mean, either German or uh, Japanese. Right. Like, <laughs> but, man, that's, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's just, I don't know. That's, that's my observations with the, some of the Christmas cartoons and Christmas icons and whatever else is just we need some equality going on up there and i think somebody needs to be marching and boycotting oh as a matter of fact actually there's a white lady who canceled christmas oh yeah Uh, yeah 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. why did she do that well you know what that's good that you asked i'll have to play i have the audio okay we can hear it hang on yeah i I, uh you know uh uh, rudolph turned 50 um uh the the rudolph the red-nosed reindeer cartoon turned 50 this this year oh good for rudolph yeah yeah. Well, you know, it, I, I always like, you know, I always thought that the red light was kind of inefficient in fog. Yeah. I thought he should like have radar or something or sonar. <laughs> sonar. Yeah that, yeah. that would have helped Santa out a, a great deal. Santa's actually dead. He's been dead for 25 years. Santa only needed, so instead of Rudolph, he just should use the bat. Well, what else? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, sonar. Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. more efficient. Yeah, it would have. It would have. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I was thinking a baseball bat. You know, <laughs> no. Talking about like a vampire bat. Right, right. <laughs> well, you know, a uh, uh, Batman bat. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, here's the, here's the lady who uh, counsels Christmas. Check her out. So imagine if you told your kids that they won't be getting any Christmas presents this year. Well, that's exactly what one mom is doing. She is making her kids give their gifts, all of them, to charity. She says she's doing it to, quote, teach them the pleasure of giving rather than continuing to feed their childhood desire for more, end quote. So is this the right approach, or is she going too far by canceling Christmas? Here to debate it, mom and blogger Lisa Henderson and Jeannie Cunyon, author of Parenting the Wholehearted Child. I thank you both for joining Fox and Friends this morning. A heated debate during a time of great stress. So Lisa, I want to start with you. On your blog, and I read it, you said your kids are becoming more ungrateful than ever. Why was canceling Christmas the solution for your family? You know, we just wanted to do something that was big for our kids to help them realize that it's not all about getting. And so it just seemed like the right time to really give them a really good, intense experience to enjoy giving instead of getting. Do you think that's too And we're harsh? still celebrating. Do you know I don't, because we're still celebrating. We're still doing our normal Christmas traditions, and we're still celebrating the birth of the Savior. We just simply this year, not even Dad and I are getting any presents. We're just taking our presents budget and putting it towards people that could maybe use it more than us. So no gifts for them? No gifts. Okay. Jeannie, your response to that? I have a lot of respect for what Lisa is desiring to do, but I think canceling Christmas is is not the answer. We're already under so much pressure to... um, 
to purge Christmas from our culture, from our stores, from our schools. Yeah, and so much pressure. Christmas needs <laughs> to Starting start, in October, Christmas carols. At home. And as right. parents, we have this opportunity to decide whether we're going to make Christmas about the miracle or the material. That's what she's doing, and dumb bitch. Yeah, exactly. The good news is we can even make gift giving to our kids about the miracle. We teach our kids <sighs> that we give gifts to them at Christmas, and it's it's not a lot. It's not excessive. It's pretty small, actually. But the gifts are really a reflection of not whether they've been good or bad. Can you the turn this bullshit are, off? Um, a reflection. <laughs> they are a undeserved and unearned gift that we give them at Christmas, just like the gift of Jesus is an unearned and undeserved. Oh okay, so it's just more of, of that. And the, the thing that's so ridiculous is, A, she didn't. Okay, white lady number one, I'm down with her Wait. and I'm on her team. She's she's cool. Me too. She she still she didn't really cancel. No, Christmas. she didn't cancel. All she did was cancel the materialism. The, the kids receiving presents. The, They're going to give their presents away right. to more needy people. How right. is that not the spirit of Christmas, uh, dumb white bitch number uh, two? Right. <sighs> yeah. No, I mean the the thing that struck me was that they were so they were so horrified that she was taking the materialism out of Christmas. They're like, but what about the gifts? Right, That's right, what right. Christmas is really about. Right. Giving gifts. Exactly. And, I mean, come on. It's like even the fact Your that Your mama should have raised you better. <laughs> even the fact that they framed it as canceling Christmas, she's like telling them, no. Uh, right. Christmas isn't about this one thing. We've made it about mm-hmm. o- opening presents on Christmas morning. It never was meant to be about right. that. They're totally celebrating and they're doing everything and, and they're just giving their gifts to needy people. Which is really cool. That's really what Christmas is all about. Right. So I I'm mean, sure her kids have plenty of toys. Exactly. That's the whole point. That's the reason why she's doing it because she says feel like they're they're being um, they're uh, spoiled, spoiled, and yeah. ungrateful. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. They, so, they, they, I think she said something about uh, well uh, entitlement that they yes, have a she did they have she a sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. Well, we see that all the time. That's my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah it, there's uh, so many kids out there that would benefit. By seeing how other people who are uh, seeing how people who are less fortunate than themselves live, absolutely. And and you know the 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 thing is, I mean, there are so many kids out there who are really generous mm-hmm. with uh, their own stuff. I, I there was a, a a kid, he was growing his hair really long so he could cut it mm-hmm. and donate it to I, I don't know the name of the yeah, charity, locks but yeah, yeah, love or yeah, like yeah, yeah, locks yeah. For, locks of love, yeah, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, it, it's one of the, and he was getting a lot of, you know, you know, kids, they were teasing right. him and stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, wow. Yeah. I, I, that never would have occurred to me at that age, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, uh, so I, you know, if, if these kids, uh, uh, and I remember like a, a friend of yours, like, uh, uh, um, uh, Adino's took away television from her mm-hmm, kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, that, that was the, uh, actually who was on the show earlier this year. Oh, uh, Monique. Oh, okay. That was her. Oh, okay. Mm hmm. Yeah, and, and, and it was like, you know, the the kid eventually learned that there was more to life than, <laughs> than sitting down and watching television. Right. Yeah. And sometimes you have to do stuff. To like this that. day he's a huge yeah. reader. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah that's it, awesome. Yeah. He's like several grades ahead and everything. Yeah. Because the, of it. I mean and I see it every day. Like my friend's son is four. He's four years old. Mm-hmm. And so she was on Facebook talking about what should I get my son? He has everything. And people were like, for everything from, you know, the most advanced, you know, video game system to 
to puzzles to um, I, I even suggested because I read this that, you know, we'll get him like a zoo membership, something where you can take him places or museum, right. you know, like a kid's museum. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, he, we already have all of those. Everything, everything that everyone suggested. Right. She's like, well, he already has that. He already. Oh, yeah. I was like, then he don't need shit. Right. I was like, and that's what I said at the end. I was like, well, he's four. If he has all, all of, of this yeah. video you games, bikes, this, that, and the other. I said, well, maybe what you should do is actually. Like, let him help you buy gifts and take them to needy kids. Kids, right. And that's a gift that he will really, you know, open his eyes. Because why – you're four. Why do you need – Three different video game why, consoles. Yeah, why, yeah, how can you, why are you four Why do you need a PlayStation everything? and an Xbox at yeah, four? Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah. Uh-oh. This is breaking news, guys. Sorry. Oh, oh my God. We have a shit exclusive. This just in. Uh, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley is petitioning to the Queen to be rechristened as... Sir Uncle Tom. Wow. Wow. All right. There you have it. Exclusive. She's the exclusive. Sir Uncle Tom. All right. Okay. I'm sorry, Charlie Bell. Go ahead. Back to you. No, I was done. Okay. I'm really done now. I'm outdone. Wow. Well, let's step away a minute from the Christmas rigmarole. And uh, let's talk about the uh, the Chris Rock interview. Did you guys get a chance to read that? It was pretty long. Yeah, it's awesome. But it's so good. I, yes, it was so good. Oh, it was worth it. I love Chris Rock. Yeah. Oh, that nigga. I have a lot of respect for him. Yes. I don't agree yes. with everything he says, but he's so intelligent. Well, who and, agrees with it? Right, right. No, I'm, I'm not saying that that's the standard, but it's yeah. like uh, even the stuff I don't agree with, he makes his point very eloquently and, you know, very. Should be funny, too. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> hilarious. He's hilarious. I hope, it, I hope his movie does well. Oh, I heard it was hilarious. Really? I'm going to go see that shit. Well, that's, Top that's five. Because he, he hasn't had uh, a huge amount of success in the uh, films. Yeah, in the film department. You know, but his stand up. So I just was like, yeah. that's my own. I wish I was like, damn, nigga, do do more shows. Yeah. Put some stuff out. You haven't done nothing in years. Yeah. No, he's but, extremely uh, in- insightful. And he and he and what I appreciate and love about him amongst many things, his talent, his intelligence, etc., is that mm-hmm. he is very mindful of the fact that he's the one in a million or one in a billion. Right. That made it despite, you know, he doesn't have any fancy education, any fancy background. And he right. knows when he's amongst the elite that, that so many other people didn't make it. And he's very mindful to bring that point of view when yeah. he's, you know, handling his business. And I totally respect that. Yeah. What'd you think, D? Did you read it? I read, uh, I read part of it. Part of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, you know, really <clears throat> not a lot to say. I mean, he, uh, you know, he's a very insightful human being and, um, you know, I I, uh, I I respect the hell out of him, um, and you know, like uh, like uh, Charlie Bell said, he, you know, I I I guess I I guess I like uh, I guess I understand the the what he's saying uh, mm-hmm. when he when he uh, when he does say uh, things I disagree with. Uh, I understand the direction he's going in, but um, can you yeah. can you think of anything off off offhand that, that he says that you disagree um, with? Uh, no, because I, I. What about you, Charlie Bell? Um, yeah, I can think of something offhand, but I even think he's kind of um, evolved in this thinking, or he realized, like, um, so, <clears throat> so 
the whole nigga versus black people war, <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Yeah. And I think we all could identify with it, right? right? But I think it's fed into this kind of like respectability politics where certain it's like where it's okay to kind of oppress or for police to shoot certain kind of niggas, right? Because they're niggerish. And I think, um, you know, in Ferguson, he, he's speaking out on the police brutality issue and he's, he's acknowledging, you know, that all lives matter and that, you know, black people, it's not what black people have done. It's we've, we've always had good apples and bad apples. We've always had people who would have been qualified to be president, you know, within right. amongst us. It's the fact of how white people have treated us. So he's, he's, he's acknowledging that there is systemic racism, you know, which I yeah. appreciate. And again, I mean, the, the black people versus niggas was funny. I think we all could identify with it because we all got probably some niggas in our, you know, so-called niggas in our families or friends that we, you know. So I just think it's been misused and played into like this whole thing about respectability politics and like even like like the mike brown thing like he uh, all the white people that i see on you know social media or whatever Mm -hmm. that are justifying the 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 murder of mike brown they're saying well he was a thief he was a thug he stole cigars and they're saying like because he wasn't a perfect victim you know that he, right. he didn't lead a perfect life; that he deserved to die, right. and so that's where that's the problem with respectability politics. It sets up a class of these black people over here are, you know, worthy of dignity and respect, and these aren't. You know, well, I, don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I, I, I know I you wouldn't agree. With <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. I don't know if it's fair to use that bit as part of the problem. I mean, because I think it's a bit. And it's it's for entertainment. I mean, I know some of his stuff. I mean, a lot of his stuff is uh, social, you know, social politics. But I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's fair to to pick out part of his act and say. I, I, if you say something that he, if if you said something that he said in an interview that you disagree with or whatever, that's different to me. But to pick out part of his act, I think that's like I think that's a little unfair because he may not even believe it to that point or whatever. But the thing is, it's he's it's a joke. Right. So, you know, and he's setting it up to be funny and whatever else. And I mean, you know, I say a whole lot of shit on this show just for a laugh that I do not believe. Of course. No, I, I mean, mean, especially about, you know, Thanksgiving dinner. Right? <laughs> that, Good save. That, was, that was all a joke. Good save, Damon. Good save. No, I, I agree with you. I think um, I've seen him in not necessarily in this interview, but in other interviews mention how white people have come up to him and been like, oh, that nigga piece was so funny. And yes, I know niggas. Niggas are different. You know, so he, 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 he said he himself was taken aback how different you know, white people have used that, and so he has evolved. And I agree with what you're saying. And I apologize. I didn't mean to cut you off, Damon. I would be interested. Even though I know you wouldn't agree with my perspective on this, <laughs> I am interested in what you have to say. No, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> I, I don't want to fight. <laughs> Can't we all just get along? As one great civil rights leader said. <laughs> he also said... Uh, <laughs> I used to take swimming lessons from that guy. <gasps> oh. <laughs> and that was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I had to think about that for a second. I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, that nigga drowned. <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, see, black people don't drown. <laughs> 
Niggas drown. I thought you were going to say, he also said, stop whooping my ass. Stop beating me. Oh, man. All right. Let's get it. Let's get into this list right here. I'm uh, talking about this list of uh, people who supposedly um, did the did the 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 thing thing did the thingy thing for real. Well, the number number first one on the list is not even an actor. We got Notorious B.I.G. On the beginning of his song Ready to Die. You hear some sounds that sounds like, you know, like he getting a, a sloppy BJ. And uh, they they asked Puffy, Diddy or whatever you want to call him, if uh, if that if he was really getting head when they recorded that. And he said, yeah, they they that he was. And he doesn't think that uh, th- that, you know, big would mind you telling him. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny that the 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 song was it's called "Ready to Die." Yeah, because I, I I don't remember what culture it's in, but uh, they refer to uh, that that particular culture refers to ejaculation as the little death. It's French. <laughs> yeah, oh, French. It's yeah, French. Yeah. Le, little le, petit, le petit mot is yeah. the word for orgasm. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's come and go. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Pattinson. Um, he's from the Twilight movie. And you know, almost all these movies that they're talking about, there was real sex in. You I, not seen. only have I not seen them, <laughs> with the one or two exceptions, I hadn't even heard of some of them. <laughs> but okay, they say uh, Robert Pattinson was famous as Twilight star. He was infamous for his love scene in the 2008 film Little Ashes. When critics commented that his O face looked very real rob admitted to actually handling business just below the camera because faking it just doesn't so he pleasured himself so he didn't actually get sex he actually masturbated on camera underneath the cover okay uh, i'm ready for my close-up so so i don't know that i wonder how it, i mean so basically he was saying i know i suck as an actor <laughs> So, <laughs> so get somebody down here to suck this act. <laughs> but can you imagine being his co-star? <laughs> Why he's doing that? Like, really? Like, wow. <laughs> or maybe I don't know. Yeah, because I think yeah, it was for a love scene, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Of course, if, if they just wanted to get his face, <clears throat> she might have been out of the room. It might have just been that's uh, true, and they could have edited it together yeah, later on. Yeah, that's true. That and she might have. So he's just. You know, masturbating to the crew. I, w- I would rather think uh, of her being horrified lying next to him. <laughs> I, actually, it's just horrifying just jacking off in front of a, a like a, a a bunch of grips. Yeah, <laughs> that's even grips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so number three is Shia LaBeouf and Stacy Martin. Don't even know who Stacy Martin is. Shia LaBeouf and director Lars von Trier, Trier said that when Nymphomania came out it would uh feature real sex between shy and stacy i believe that's the movie that uncle saw yeah he talked yeah. about that on one of his last uh shows here so we have to uh check in with him and see what he thought about it um but in the middle of the post movie publicity storm stacy martin flipped the script and said that the very real looking sex scene were made out of movie magic cgi fake vaginas and porn doubles yeah right hmm? i don't believe you stacy 
Number four, back to the movie industry, D'Angelo. You mean the, the, the recording industry? Okay. What did I say? Music? You said, and movie. He said movie. Movie? Oh, I meant music. Okay. Okay. Yeah, back to the music industry, D'Angelo, number four. When D'Angelo released the steamy video for, <laughs> for How Does It Feel, almost everyone asked, is there someone down there doing what we think she's doing? I hope so. <laughs> and in the 2000 interview with Quest Love, D'Angelo added fuel to the rumor himself. When the Roots drummer asked, are you getting head in that video? <laughs> D'Angelo just laughed and said he wasn't going to answer the question. You know, I've always said for some questions, um, there's only two answers. Either um, no and anything other than no means yes. <laughs> you know, and that's one of those questions. That's like gay. Are you gay? <laughs> no, there's no. And anything else means yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, so. I guess he answered the question, how does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wonder what, like, the, the casting call went out for that. We need uh, I wonder if they just, like, hired a fluffer. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. wonder if they got porn chicks to, like, like who else is going to be comfortable enough to do that in front of, like, all these people on set, even yeah. though they're not on camera? Yeah. You know, it has to be like a pro. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably what they do. They probably hire porn actors to do something like that. Yeah, I hear they have a lot of them in, in music videos anyway. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they probably had one on set anyway. Or maybe it was just a girlfriend. Maybe it was just somebody well, he was already seeing. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, For, in front thinking, of a bunch of other people, though. Right. That's, that's, some people are into that. Yeah, yeah. Some people some, are. Yeah. Well, but I don't think they. That easy to find. I think, I think I've been I'm, looking all my life. <laughs> I, I can tell you where to look. <laughs> I can tell you where to look. I guess. I guess with a porn actress though, she'd be used to the cuts and the you know the just the tedium of making a making a music video. Right. And, yeah. Know, exactly. So number five is Chloe Sevigny. Oh, uh, yeah. Chloe Sevigny says there's no reason to wonder about her. She 100% admits to giving oral sex to her co-star Vincent Gallo in the 2003 movie The Brown Bunny. Yeah. I think they were they were dating at the time. I haven't seen the movie, but I have seen the scene. Yeah. And it'd be better if she was hot <laughs> or if I found her attractive. <laughs> but yeah. So that that was one I heard of. Well, I actually I hadn't I still hadn't heard of the movie. I just seen that scene with her. Then you got Anna Paquin and Steve Moyer. Yeah, okay. Uh on um, let's see, one episode of True True Blood ended with a makeup sex scene that was so realistic, fans still swear that real life couple Anna Paquin and Stephen Moyer were actually doing it while in character as Suki and Bill. Mm-hmm. And they did they uh, did they confirm or deny? They did not com- confirm <laughs> confirm or deny, mm. but they did ask Stephen Moyer. How was Sookie's Nookie? And he replied, Come on. Well, I guess that sums it up there, Mr. Moyer. He got a little, he got a little soul in him, don't he? <laughs> I, I, that's not how I pictured him sounding. I mean, you know, imagine him sounding. So I, I would I would guess that uh, Sookie's got some good nookie. All right. Is it even a scandal if a if people in a couple actually screw on? It's not as big of a scandal. Well, I don't I don't even think they're considered scandals. It's, these are just secrets, oh, I okay. guess. You know, yeah. Somebody's yeah. Um, yeah, yeah scandalous maybe. <laughs> Scandalish. <laughs> yeah. Number seven. Finally, you got somebody representing the black folks. Melvin Van Peebles is a real pimp. 
Uh, for a long time, there were rumors circulating that Melvin Van Peoples really did the dirty deed in the 1971 movie Sweet Sweetback's Bad Ass Song. But it wasn't until decades later that Melvin confessed that not only did he have real sex in the groundbreaking black exploitation film, he got an STD to prove it. And to show how pimping and pimpish he is, they actually gave him workers' compensation for his trouble. So this nigga got paid two times for having sex. Damn! <laughs> I guess I guess the taxpayer got burned on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Damn, Melvin. Tell him, tell him how bad you are. In, 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 he got paid twice for having sex on screen. Well, he, I think he put up his own money the first time. Because <laughs> I think he produced that. Yeah. yeah. Did Have you ever seen Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song? No. Oh, okay. I don't think it's worth it to get the clap. No. <laughs> Personally. Well, I, I just... I, 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 I have a vague memory that Mario Van Peebles was like having sex in the movie as well. Uh-huh. He could, Mario would have been like, what? He was young. Nine? Well, he was, he, was probably, he was probably older than that, but yeah, like like twelve, thirteen, something like that. This was in nineteen seventy one, dude. I know. How how old is Mario? He's like fifty two, fifty three, something like that. I think. I'm I'm guessing. Okay. I think he's a little older than me, so that you okay. know, that's, that's that's my well, guess. That adds up. Yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking that he was like, yeah, fifty or well, even fifty two. That's still pretty young. Seventy one. Yeah. yeah. That, he would have been like ten. That's yeah, dude. That's we're talking about pedophilia now. We're talking about yeah. kitty porn. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole nother can of worms. That's, yeah. now that's a scandal. That's the scandal, uh, right? Yeah. Well, well, that's, yeah. That's, call. Uh, I gotta look that up. Call Brooke Shields. Aww. She'll tell you about it. Yeah, she's a pretty baby. Yeah. I, hey, that you can't. You know that stuff that she did back then. They, they, they that, that oh, was yeah. not happening nowadays. Oh hell no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Do you think uh, 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 Jodie Foster could play? A, I mean, she she played a prostitute in like uh, in a Taxi Taxi Driver. Or was she like twelve or something? Just something like that. Yeah. yeah, I think I think she did it like right after she did um, either right before or right after she did uh, uh, the uh, uh, what was the what was the thing with the kids? The gangster movie with the kids. Bugsy Malone. Bugsy Malone. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I feel like uh, Jodie Foster might have been the inspiration for uh, not 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 personality wise, mm-hmm. just look wise for Peppermint Patty. You know Aww. what? That's uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no she's 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 too young. But yeah, that that would be a uh, yeah. That I could see that. <laughs> I could see that. Thank you, <laughs> Sienna Miller and Hayden Christensen. Factory Girl was famous for its realistic-looking sex scenes when someone from the set said it was because Sienna Miller and Hayden Christensen were doing it for real. All of that on-screen steam started to make sense, but Sienna Miller quickly denied the rumor and said it was her acting chops that tricked the fans. I take it as a compliment. I don't want to do a sex scene that doesn't look real because that's my job. That's my blowjob. <laughs> That's what you meant to she say. Should've, she she could have been helping out Robert Pattinson with his acting, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Next we have uh, Kierman O'Brien and Margot Steely. Uh, Never heard of either of these people either. Would you admit to actually doing the deed in a oh. movie that ended up on Nerves' list of the fifty worst sex scenes of all time? Ooh. Well. Kieran and Margot came clean about their very real deeds on the set of the 2004 film Nine Songs, but we still don't really understand why. <laughs> wow, that's bad. 
Marilyn Manson and uh, Evan Rachel Ward. Marilyn Manson, he's been in some. Yeah, he just recently was uh, on uh, Sons of Anarchy, uh, raping my boy Juice. Oof. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Uh, ho- ho- <laughs> Too late. Hopefully, hopefully uh, that wasn't a real life uh, sex scene. <laughs> oh. Have you seen the music video for Heart Shaped Glasses? People have always said that the sex in that music video is real, and Marilyn Manson hasn't said that it is that it is not. But he did say that he will not confirm or deny them, and that I did insist that Evan be paid the most that any actress has ever been paid in music video history <laughs> to to be to this, uh, even though she wouldn't have asked for, or to be in this, even though she wouldn't have asked for. Wow. Well, that was his girlfriend. Again, that's nothing. Yeah. Well, that's his girlfriend at the time. Yeah, they were going oh. together. So uh, is she? That's not the same. That's not the. Does same he still girl. have breasts? I think that was a costume. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. It wasn't. Oh, okay, he didn't. Oh, okay. I thought he had, <laughs> no, I thought he really did. I thought he was crazy. No, like that. that was a costume. Well, oh, wasn't okay. he, he was dating. Was he? He was also dating that girl uh, from um, the witchcraft uh, show, right? Witchcraft. Uh, you talking about? Oh, you talking uh, about Sabrina? Charmed. Oh. Uh, there was, uh, there was, um, there was the one from, uh, 9210, um, Shannon Doherty. Doherty. Yeah. The girl who replaced her. Okay. Then that's, um, I never saw the show. That's, uh, I can't think Uh, Holly Marie Combs or is that? No, not Holly Marie Combs. That's, uh, I can't think of, uh, no, I think it is Holly Marie Combs. I think she's the one who replaced who replaced her? Shannon Doherty. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> ah, number 11. Halle Berry and Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> what made this Oscar winning scene from Monsters Ball so awkward and unrestrained? Some say. <laughs> I just oh, oh, threw up in my mouth. <laughs> some, oh. some fans say that Let's it was. Let's get Charlie Bell a drink. It was the very real sex that happened between Halle Berry freshly divorced uh, Billy Bob Thornton that everyone on set agreed to keep quiet. Hmm. Um, yeah, I believe it because Halle Berry's acting is not that good. Ugh. So, I, I think it was real. Halle, Halle Berry couldn't play a, a 40-year-old biracial actress. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think it was real. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, number 12. Eric Balfour and Lauren Lee Smith. I'm sorry. Let me back up real quick. What? It wouldn't even be worth the Oscar to fuck Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> Hell no. Fuck that. Ooh, gross. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you're not an actress. I was gonna say, <laughs> actress that fucked uh, uh, unattractive people for far less. less. Yeah, I was going to say, plus Ugh. all the money she got paid and gross. all the other roles, whatever. Okay, remember Lauren Lee Smith from The L Word? No, because I didn't watch it. No, I never saw it. Well, <laughs> well, long before she was heading, well, long before she was heating it up with the ladies on the small screen, she was in bed with Haven's Eric Belfleur in the film Lie With Me. And when audiences commented that the sex looked very real, everyone on set admitted that it was. Wow. So this is how all the set people saying that they was getting it on. Rose McGowan was the one who was having Rose, Rose McGowan. McGowan. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, he used to go with her, too. All right. And Dita Von Teese. He's had some... Wow. Yeah. He must be putting it down. <laughs> Women love uh, singers. Mick Jagger and Anita uh, Anita Pallen- Pallenberg 
not only did Rolling Stones legend Mick Jagger have real sex on camera with Anita Pallenberg in the 1968 movie performance, she was his bandmate, Keith Richards' girlfriend. Now, this is a scandal at the time. Yeah, that was. Or at least that's how the rumor goes. What's her wow. name? Wow. What's her Anita name Anita Kallenberg. Anita Pallenberg. Is, yeah. she, is she the one that discovered Jimi Hendrix? I couldn't tell you. Hmm. I like I said, most of these people. You never heard of. Not, yeah, yeah. I'm like clueless. Some of them, like, okay, number 14, <laughs> Bo Derrick. I at least know who she is. Uh, did, did Bond girl Bo Derrick's director husband film her having sex with another man in 1984? Movie Bolero. That's the running Hollywood rumor. Oh, yeah. Wow. Number 15, Donald Sutherland and Julie Christie. I know Donald Sutherland. That's Kiefer Daddy. Yeah, Julie Julie Christie was uh, Warren Beatty's uh, girlfriend for quite a while. Mm -hmm. That's what she was famous for being. Mm. She was an actress. She was in uh, Heaven Can Wait and some other Warren Beatty films, but her career was uh, tied to Warren Beatty's. Okay. Variety editor Peter Bart says he knows real sex when he sees it. And when it comes to Donald and Christie filming the 1973 film, Don't Look Now, he said, it was clear to me they were no longer simply acting. (laughs) They were fucking on camera. The truth came out in Bart's 2011 memoir and confirmed what everyone watching uh, pretty much already knew. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, on the Shiznit Show, all of your favorite celebrities and ones you've never heard of. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't even think you give a shit about this. I think you just want to get a hold of the uncuts. I think you want to get the outtakes. I don't even care to see most of the the scenes because I could have looked them up and I haven't bothered. I don't even care. It was just like, we mentioned it before. You know, I think when D was here about, you know, all these people that supposedly, I didn't realize they were so obscure. uh, Most of them. So, you know, whatever. What the hell? (laughs) <laughs> That's fine, and it's not police. It's not about police brutality. So, <laughs> you know, guess what? The shiznit. We got time for. We got time for some pop goes the weasel. All right. <laughs> I'm looking forward to being humiliated. The shiznit. <laughs> Can't do that. Pop goes the pop goes the one and the weasel. I see the empty pocket needs a refill. I got a squad with a list of complainers. I should have started rape. Rappers get I should ask you, uh, Charlie Bell, you got anything ready for him for the Weeze? We just need two. We just gonna do like two rounds. All right, I can work it out for two. If I can think of what, um, if I can remember what I, I had. Are you, you want me to start? Uh, yeah, that'd be good if you could start. Give me a chance to remember the, what I had. Okay. Are you gonna turn the music off? Or are you gonna keep it on? Oh, okay. So, here's a question on the outrageous human train wreck and and a front to black people <laughs> called Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Oh, dear God. <laughs> there are two members of a former boy band, Lil Fizz and Omarion, 
Can you name the boy band that they were once a part of? Oh, yeah. He got this one. ABC? Oh. Uh, the the boys? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's, uh, the kids that make you go jump, jump, jump. <laughs> Chris Cross. <laughs> wow. I, 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 I thought he had this one. Yeah. You gave him a lot of credit. Dino. Yeah. It's uh, B2K. Yep. Oh shit! No, I I never would have had that. <laughs> I could have I could have kept guessing. Only knew for, the for next... Omarion. I didn't know the other guy's name. Yeah, that's why I but said Omarion. Right. Okay. Um, can you name the current hit sitcom that Nancy Travis is a cast member of? No, I cannot. <laughs> I, I, would, I would guess Nashville just because. No. Oh, okay. You said it's a sitcom, uh, right? It is a sitcom. I, I, I only know of one sitcom this year, so. <laughs> okay, I, if I tell you, I give you another cast member, you'll know. Uh, Tim Allen is also, he plays her TV husband. Oh, shit. A friend of mine was on this show. <laughs> you still don't know. I still don't know. Man. Last man standing. Oh yeah, I should have got that. <laughs> Last man standifer. <laughs> All right, Charlie Bill, you got another one? Um ooh. I'm struggling now. God I I've been I've been reading the National Enquirer and looking at at uh, <laughs> Mademoiselle and and all these magazines. I'm gonna give you a, I'm gonna give you an easy one just to help you out. Just, just to <laughs> can you tell me the name of Oprah's best friend, Aww. first and last name? Uh, <laughs> that's that's not even that doesn't even qualify, yeah. does it? Well, it's pop culture. It's not. That's not really recent. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it extends into recent, <laughs> but I mean, it's her well, BFF. Well, uh, thanks for the okay. softball. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> uh, uh, that would be Gail King. All right, there you go. There you go. Uh, but I, I, I'll if you want to if you want to come up with something harder. Uh, I, I, that's I, what that's what she said. I, I, <laughs> oh damn! She she told me she would keep that to herself. <laughs> Okay, um, back on me. Name three celebrities with ass implants. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Um, What does it mean? Oh, that one might be a little too... I try to keep them not too easy, not too hard. This one's kind of on the hard side. What's on fleek mean? No, oh, we did. no. I never heard that. Okay. I never, never heard that phrase in my life. Yeah. <laughs> that, it's like the first time I've ever heard that word. What does that mean? All fleek. It <laughs> sounds like you know Omarion's brother. <laughs> Omarion and on fleek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his, his French cousin or something. <laughs> Uh, um, explain it to him, please, Charlie Bell. On fleek means it's it's on point. It's 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 out of here. It's doing the most. It's, oh, yeah, it's, it's good. On fleek. It's, <laughs> now, what are what are the origins? <laughs> I should do this like a spelling bell. That's that, like a spelling bee. That was in the in the, in the Jeopardy category. Uh, shit, niggas say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
okay. <laughs> so it's from uh, Alex, Jab- Jab- uh, Alex Trebek's ass. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got, I got you. And from the ass of Alex Trebek. Racist. And uh, I think, was that it? Was that four? Yep. Yeah, yeah that was four. Wow. And the shiznit. So I don't even talk to people, man. <laughs> <laughs> that might help. That your was sh- your worst one, uh, Weez. You got you went zero for zero for no, zero. One out of four. I, I, oh yeah, that's right. You gave him that softball. Yo, King. That's not. I've gone zero for zero. I've gone zero for. I've gone zero for more. Have you? I don't think. I feel like you at least get one right. I feel like he has too. I don't think he's ever gotten zero. I think you've always gotten at least one. Because I remember you had one with, like, Keisha. Was he maybe the very, very first episode. Oh, yeah. Maybe. You weren't prepared. No, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm prepared now. <laughs> You've got mail. Damn, I have to, you know what? I'm gonna have to redo that because they like drunk at the end or drowning or some shit. <laughs> like, what the hell happened to the Marvelettes? Huh? Did you want me to read? Yeah, sure. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, Charlie Bell. Read us, uh, read our mail. So, we've got mail. Michael Wright of the My Truth podcast wrote us a very nice little letter. He said, I just want to let you know I just found out about your podcast and I truly enjoy it. You guys do awesome work. I have upstart. I have an upstart podcast, and I will be striving to get on your guys' level with it. Awesome work, Dino. Yeah, and uh, this was actually like a little uh, what do you call it? Like a text, like a private message to me. Yeah. And in between, I asked him, like, "Yeah, I think I've you know seen you around the BPU mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks." And uh, then the, he responded, "Yeah, I just got up in there about two weeks ago, just checking out everybody's work. You guys definitely stood out. I'm hooked." We'll be good. Definitely be going back, checking out back episodes. My show is called My Truth. Big uh, little plug for his show, too. And I appreciate that, man. I had a guy draw that up for me. Oh, yeah. Cause I was talking about his, uh, his icon. It's real cool. It's like it's a cartoon of him with like a Superman suit on, pulling off his shirt. And underneath it's the Superman costume that says My Truth. So it's, it's really cool. Really, really cool icon. Awesome. But yeah, big ups to uh, Michael Wright. Thank you, sir. We appreciate the kind words. Check out his podcast if you get a chance. Um, and uh, while we're uh, shouting out, let's shout out some other people. Let me, you know what? My boy, Tim. Tim, Tim, Tim. Tim Dog. Tim, Tim Dog, the... Uh, Timmy! <laughs> from the What Up Though Show. Yeah, Tim Dog. He's talking about he got beef with Hoopla. What, nigga? How you gonna have beef with Hoopla? What? You can't have beef with Hoopla. Yeah, about what? (laughs) I don't even get it. I listen to the show, but he says something. You know, he's old. I told you he's an octogenarian, so his mind, I think the Alzheimer's, the the old timers or something is is setting in. That's cold. So he don't always finish his thoughts or whatever, and he had gas and stuff like that, whatever. But, you know, you don't... <laughs> but Tim, if you oh. got beef with Hoopla, you got beef with all the Red Rock, man. You know what this is, dog. This is no a- flex, so <laughs> no flex, so they know better. They know better. 
<laughs> yeah, Tim. <laughs> Nigga ain't got no teeth. Talking about he got beef. <laughs> Better be ground beef. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, anyway, what up to my boy uh, Tim Wilson or T T Wilson as he calls himself in, in this incarnation of uh, reinventing himself. <laughs> um. You can catch out his daily show on Stitcher and iTunes, the What Up Do Show. And uh, big up to Tone Harp, the Dark Dick Clark, Mr. 730 of the 730 Show, my boy. Be sure to check him out. Um, and you know what? There's a, Actually, there's a BPU page. You guys can just go to the BPU page and check out a lot of the, um, a lot of the black shows that are listed there. Black Podcasters United. Go on Facebook. Check them out. Anyway, um, let me see what else. Another announcement. Oh, I recently did a show. Well, actually, I didn't recently do I did it like a month plus ago. A show with Mr. Moody and Jay Mayo. That was some cool shit. And that was a big deal to me because I look up to Moody. He's uh, like a pod. He's like, uh, I call him the pod father because I look up to him. And that was a lot of fun. It was really cool. Chopping up with him and Jay Mayo to uh, <clears throat> podcast Big Dogs. Happy to be included. Happy to be invited. Humble to uh, sit in the company of such fellows. Um, those shows are out now. It's number 69 and 67. I mean, 69 and 70. I'm tripping. 69 and 70 of the Re- the Right to Real Love podcast. Also on Stitcher and iTunes. You can find them or you can go to um, any of my pages on Facebook and you can find the episode. You, want, you might want to check it out. You'll hear your boy like you don't usually hear him. Uh, I'm, I'm serious and sober. We're talking about relationships and we get personal. We all talk about some personal things and everything. So it's it's a good episode. It's two hours, two parts. Check it out. Um, other than that, um, I guess we're about to sign off, and we'll be seeing you guys next week. So for Charlie Bell and Damon the Weasel Stanifer, I'm Dino Red. Holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424. On the 7.30 show podcast. This has been... The Shiznit. From all of our...